It's Super Saturday at Kohl's. Take an extra 20 or 15% off. Get a Magic Bullet Blender, $33.99, 30% off toys, and save on Sonicare Electric Toothbrushes, $24.99. Plus, get Kohl's cash, plus fast and free store pickup. Give with all your heart. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles, 20 and 15% offers valid December 10th through December 20th with promo code BIGSAVINGS. Toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. It's Super Saturday at Kohl's. Take an extra 20 or 15% off. Get a Magic Bullet Blender, $33.99, 30% off toys, and save on Sonicare Electric Toothbrushes, $24.99. Plus, get Kohl's cash, plus fast and free store pickup. Give with all your heart. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles, 20 and 15% offers valid December 10th through December 20th with promo code BIGSAVINGS. Toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. I thought it was a 49ers hat. No, no 49ers hat. We got a lot of static. Bulls hat. It's the Bulls? Alright. Let me see the Bulls hat. How we doing? Are you recording? We're good. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Happy holidays. Yes, sir. Let me see the Bulls hat. Close up. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, same hat I've had. <laughs> okay. It's a Christmas present from like eight years ago or something. Stay a good hat. Keeps you warm. The Christmas cheer. <clears throat> right. So, what's been going on, Saucy Balls? Nothing. I've been, uh, I was chopping the logs today. Chopping wood? Yeah, I got, I got a log, my hands on a log splitter. So that was nice. Oh. I got a bunch of wood that came with that I inherited with the property, and I was chopping it down. Chop them down. Chop them down. Oh man, that's that's a sweat. Do what you gotta do, Eric, to put food on the table. Yeah, to put food on the table. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. I didn't have a lot of time to do it because I had to go over to my mom's and help them put up. Uh, this piece of fascia that ripped that blew off their house in a windstorm. A piece of what? Fascia. It's like the stuff that uh, goes on the, um, like the you know the overhang. Like if you look up, uh, coming off of any roof, there's an overhang over the house. You know. Yeah. Like on the front side of that overhang is called the fascia. Oh, uh, okay. So a piece of that blew off. See, I've been doing that. I got the, uh, I got the John Deere ripped apart, 
as you can see, let me show you. I got the transmission sitting right there. Oh yeah, I got the transmission sitting on the workbench because I gotta redo some of the gaskets that are leaking. Jesus, I know I know nothing of that field. It's a Johnson rod. You yeah. might as well just show me a Johnson rod. <laughs> well, I got a Johnson rod needs replacing. God, I got so much feedback. I'm like Tom Morello out here. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Let me try Eric, this. We got a we got a lot of show to do today. You said there's a lot of show. A lot of show. Really? Okay. We haven't been on Man. in a while. Yeah, we ha- we haven't been on about uh ten days, so we got a couple of boys <sighs> to get through. We got we can just go through both of those like talking storylines and like butter. Yeah. Go through them like butter. We got a uh, SmackDown. I don't know if you watched um, NXT War Games. Was this last weekend? I watched some of it. We can talk that, and I also got a thirty-second uh, Bulls update. A thirty-second Bulls update, huh? Oh yeah, that's awesome. I'm gonna wear a Basketball hat. Basketball season's coming quick. Oh yeah, does it start on? Uh... Look at how big that makes my head look. Oh. For those who can't see, I got I got hat over the headphones, and it looks like I have like. Look at that. <laughs> Eric's got a huge skull. <laughs> uh, so yeah. What was the last thing you said? Uh, the Bulls update. Oh yes, the Bulls update. When does it start? Uh, Christmas. Merry Christmas! Uh, Merry Merry Christmas! We'll, we'll, we'll find out when I get the Bulls update when it starts, Eric. Oh, okay. Say nice tease. That is a tease. This guy's a professional. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but, uh, I got the Crimbus uh, tree up here. Maybe. I'm still looking on finding me a Festivus pole. Damn, let me I see the tree. I don't know where I'm going to find that. Show the tree, bro. The tree? Show the tree. There's the tree. Nice. For the listeners out there, we got your classic tree. What is that, a five-footer? That's a six-footer, Eric. The six-footer with a a nice tree skirt. Yeah, a tree skirt that the cat keeps fucking up. I got a little cat bed, a little festive cat bed to the right of it. Yeah. That's we, not- we, we, got the, we got the lights, the colored lights. There's no topper because it's a fake tree and it's got no... Uh, got no backbone Eric yeah. so I can't really put any sort of heavy ornament on top it'd have to be like a drapery type of thing yeah a uh, gar- some garland maybe is that what it's called <laughs> maybe some garland okay yeah, get some garland on there come on it's a good tree though it's a good tree I got the playlist rocking the Christmas classic playlist oh, I did- made on Spotify it's a good playlist tunes that you'll ever need did you see i requested uh the the uh lucy and what's the song called da 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 da
Linus and Lucy. Yeah, do you like that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I threw it on there. It's, right. it's borderline Christmas, but I mean, people associate peanuts and Christmas, so I, I let it rock. And yeah. it's jazzy. Oh, I love that song. It's this song from, song from uh, a very a very Snoopy Christmas. Is that the name of the film? I have no idea. But yeah, it's uh, it's the... But I love the part where it's like the bass line at the beginning, like where most of the song is. It sounds like... Uh, you know the screen on Mario Kart 64, like after you've won and they tally your points? Or after the race is finished? Like I don't mean like your your spot that race. Oh, I mean, like, do I know do I do I know that dream music? Yeah. Doodle doodle. Yeah, the amount of times they used to pass out with that yeah. in the background. <laughs> but the baseline for that. Do you remember? So it's it's similar to the rhythm of the Linus and Lucy. Oh yeah, there's a song in Mario Kart that sounds just like the do 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 the the like real the real driving baseline part. Yeah, you get you know what I'm talking about. Um, I, I got the wrong setup to do to do sounds. This is the one that always fucks us when I try to play something. Oh really? Um, I know Chaco Mountain. Yeah, how's that would go? That's a ba 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 yeah, that's a good playlist, though. That is a good one. But yeah, I requested that one. I kept hearing it on the radio, and I was like, yeah, that one needs to be there. Absolutely. <laughs> that's a good, good one. Call. And I also heard uh, the slower version of that, like when Snoopy's going up to his doghouse, like, ring, ding, ding, ring, ding, ding, ding. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I, uh... I can't remember what it's called, but I added that to the playlist. I heard it on the King Supers Christmas playlist. I'm like, you know what? Good call, King Supers. <laughs> yeah. King Supers. One Supa? out of a million you'll get right. Yeah, best one you'll have out all day. Yeah, get your get your Christmas playlist going. We haven't actually scheduled this with the Magic Milkman Bork. Oh, yeah. Residential film expert, of course. Yeah, but uh, I think next week we need to have a uh, holiday themed dollar bin. He threw out a couple of couple of holiday classics. Yeah, one uh, featuring Bill Goldberg and one featuring uh, The Miz. So I think we need to pick one of those, get the Magic Milkman on, and uh, yeah, the gold- review a festive. Holiday movie. What was the Goldberg one called? Santa's sleigh, right? I think so. Yeah, it, it was sleigh spelled like Slayer, like oh, S L A Y. Of course, he's slaying. Of course, it was. God, this is. <laughs> what's, the, what's the Miz one called? Do you remember? Uh, no, it looked terrible too. I can't get this fucking feedback. <laughs> it's driving me nuts. 
Let's right. see. Well, we're, we're having recording difficulties. I, I got poor connection on my end, too, so that's probably not helping shit. I don't know why, like, sometimes it does. But Eric, while you're fucking with that, I got to, uh, five seconds of sports here. Everyone loves fantasy talk. We got the Boom DDT Bowl coming up this week. Oh, do we? I didn't even look. We sure do. I squeaked, just squeaked out a win. Against the Magic Milkman Bork, the defending two-time oh, champion. Oh man, you took him I down. Stopped three, Peter. Eric. I'm like LeBron James. Damn. How much? How many? How many points did you get on you? You got eighty-four point four. I had eighty-five point three eight. Ooh. And you got his ass. His, like his entire roster was playing Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday. And I was just holding that steady lead. I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna lose this shit. Bork's going to make the classic Bork comeback. Yep. Uh, so he didn't get you. <laughs> Fuck yeah. They have McSorley in as his quarterback. If, I'm like, if, if the Cinnamon Timberlands franchise loses to a quarterback named McSorley, who's not even playing. Who the fuck just, is that? Just the name McSorley. Who the fuck is McSorley? Uh, apparently, he's uh, Lamar Jackson's backup in Baltimore. Huh. And with uh, Jackson having the COVID list there for a while, they were thinking Mick Sorley was going to play. So Borg picked him up, put him in, and then probably didn't check it. D didn't even play? Jackson played? Yeah, Jackson played. <laughs> oh, big mistake, bud. Big mistake. Big mistake, Bert. You were the two-time champ, and now you're nothing. Okay? <laughs> you're out in the first round. Well, We'll, we'll give him shit. One of the, <laughs> two of us are gonna get shit next week for fantasy performances, and then we'll then we'll stop talking fantasy for the year. No, oh, yeah, because no one cares. No, no one cares. Shit. It's the worst. But, but it is the boom DDT bowl, so yeah, it's worth a mention. It is worth mentioning. I think I got the, the audio difficulties figured out. Maybe we so. smooth like butter. We're smooth right now, so we'll see. But, um, yeah, there's a lot that, well, there's not really a lot to cover, Jeff. Let's talk about how the, how, uh, Sting, I think, I think since we last talked, Sting debuted on, on AW. Yeah, did you see, did you happen to watch? I know you didn't watch, but did you? The link of the quick, yeah, like not, I didn't watch full version. The recap. Uh, I just watched it, and God, it, every time you watch it, it gets worse. I I watched a longer one this time, and like... You want to describe this briefly? Yeah, so Sting returns to AEW, and you you got it right. It's, it's the Sting. He is 61 years old, Jeff. 61? Yeah, he's Grandpa. Wow. Yeah, he's been doing that it a long... really covers his age. He's been doing it a long time. 61. I'm like... Wow. Yeah, I, I heard... I don't remember who I heard it from, but I heard Sting returned, and I'm... You know, I was a Sting mark. I mean, he's definitely in my top three, for sure. I was a huge Sting fan, so I'm like, okay, I gotta see this. So I go to it, and it is just so lackluster. Like, unbelievably. And I just watched the long version, and like... 
I watched the they had like a little kerfuffle before his debut. Like, yeah. Like between like eight, like fifteen people, you know, it was dumb as hell and nobody cared. At least I didn't That's care. Like every AEW episode, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't care. They were. It was a terrible. <laughs> it was a terrible schmaz. You know, it just. It was just. Whew. So I'm like, man, this does not matter at all. And like. Nope. Three guys get uh, Cody Rhodes and like the classic like two guys are holding him like this by his arms, you know. Yeah. And then no, they, they're, they're holding him back. Yeah, Hold back, bro. No, well they're not holding him back. They're they're on the other side, so they're hold they're propping him up, like propping up a dead oh, man. Okay. The prop up. They're holding him hostage. Yeah. yeah they're propping they're prop up. up for a beating. Yeah, they're propping up the dead man for a beating. And of course, like right before somebody hits Cody with the the lethal shot, the lights go out, and then they play this like pretty bogus package that's just like B roll of like snowy fields and yeah, like a nighttime sky. I don't know. Like I mean, kind of like he had vignettes like that, but like I was like, okay. And then the and then he comes out. He just wants he just saunters out with some snow. <laughs> <laughs> There's some snow blowing on him, and uh, he just takes a little cruise around the ring, and just like verbally or not verbally, like physically, like threatens people. You know, just like saunters up to him and like <laughs> gives him the eyes. You know. And yeah, then, and, sting eyes. and that was literally it. I was so pissed. I was like, "What is going on? Like, why? Like, AEW got Sting, and it's like, Jesus, he's so old. Like, uh, you know how I'm always, I'm always up in the air with these old guys. Like, I don't know that I like it a lot. I'm like, man, this is just. And Tony Schiavone's just going crazy. He's like, oh, it's, it's Sting. It's Sting! Hasn't been on TNT in 20 years! You mentioned lack of action. I thought it was just way too oversold on Tony's part. And the fact that there's socially just like a minimal crowd. It looked like a high school gymnasium crowd. I mean, I know that's what it's supposed to be now. And that's all AEW can manage because they don't have the, the Thunderdome. All right. They don't have that kind of capabilities, but that's what you're going to return to, Sting? I guess they got they paid him more than Vince did, I guess. Or would wanted to, because, I mean, that's the only explanation. But, yeah, it's just overhyped. I couldn't hear enough of the crowd reaction. Tony's just going crazy, and then it's that WCW trick that they love to play in AEW. It's the first time Sting's been back on TNT! In yeah. 25 years. Yeah, it's a it's a television network. It doesn't fucking matter. What does that mean? It's just, like I say, it's just their correlation with WCW. That's just like, they can't outright say from WCW. It's the first time he's been here since WCW because WWE owns that. They'd be like, no, don't use our fucking name. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it was, God, it was horrible. But I, I guess we'll get to see where, where that goes. Yeah, it was not good. No. I, I, I'm i not even a sting mark. I'm, call me a filthy casual in that respect, Eric, because I was more of a WWF guy. 
Yeah. But what was his special in this crow sting? Like, his... what would you what would you have wanted him to come in the ring and see him perform? What was his his signature his special move? Yeah, he did the uh, scorpion death drop, and then the score, and then like some kind of like he did like a uh, what do they call it? a sharpshooter for sure. Oh yeah, it's the nineties. Everyone did a sharpshooter. <laughs> he did a sharpshooter. Uh, my favorite sting move was the uh, the stinger splash, and it was just like a basic like throw him in the into the um, turnbuckles and then run across the room and just do a jumping splash. But he did yeah. it, he did it really good. Like it looked great. That's from uh, before the crow era, correct? I think he always did that. He did. Now, did you? Were we old enough for you to have watched the pre-Crow era sting? No, not that I, I'm sure we were, but not that I remember. Like, not that I watched. No, but we we were okay. probably alive. Yeah, that's what I was basically asking if yeah. you ever saw the sting no. with the kind of the Ultimate Warrior face paint and the blonde hair. Yeah. Nope. But, but yeah, he's been I around. I've seen that on on flashbacks and shit. But I, like I say, I was a WWF guy, so. No, he was he was really like he's really good. He was really good, and then people were saying like that he he looked good in like 2014 with like he had a feud with Seth Rollins. So like I I went back to watch that. I think that was 2015 or 16. So I remember when I first got back into wrestling, they did a big reveal with Sting, and he was in a box, and he like he was just caking there for the entire promo. It was probably a hot arena or something like that. And when they they did the reveal by just lifting the box up, and Singh was there, but all, all of his face painted had face paint had melted down, oh. so it's basically just like his nose and his beard area yeah. was white. You're like, who the fuck is that with the eye makeup? Yeah, who the fuck is that old guy who was huffing paint? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I I remember I vaguely remember that. That's that kind of helped me got back into wrestling. I'm like, oh cool, I'll get a chance to see Sting. I never really got to see him before. And then he's gone. I can't remember what happened with any of that. No. It was still when I was just casually getting back in. Yeah, I meant to rewatch it, but I still haven't. But besides that, Jeff, but we need to move on to. Uh, well, let's let's talk, talk about war games, Eric. Yeah, we just, we just got to go by topic. We've there's been too much time, and then, let's be honest, this has been a bunch of poo poo. Well, not not necessarily poo poo, but nothing that's uh, not a slow burn. Yeah, it's a holiday season, Eric. There's slow burning this yeah. shit. I'm fine with that. Yeah. So did you DLC want season right around the corner? <laughs> when is it? Uh, uh I want to say the Sunday before Christmas. I think Christmas on a Thursday. Hmm. Or something like that. So, like the twentieth or twenty first, hmm. whatever that Sunday'd be. Uh, so let's see. Oh, War Games. Did you watch the whole thing? I did. Nice. A couple of different settings. I didn't mean to interrupt your progress. Me and Eric shared WWE Network accounts. <laughs> oh no, you don't and, have to. Worry uh, about that. You, you can never like leave something just paused. Because then the other person's gonna go and like, they'll be they'll be stopped somewhere else, so they'll just cruise past it, you know. Yeah, no, you don't ever have to worry about mine. Pay per view. 
Yeah, but you don't have to worry about mine. Who knows when I'll get around to watching it. But I watched like two matches. Was the first match the women's one? It was. I watched that. Nothing too... What did you think of that? I thought it was okay. It was everything I expected, but I'm so sick of the... I know we've talked about it before, but the whole jump off of the top into the whole crowd of people. I hate it. Oh, that was the best part of the match. You're talking about Io Shirai? Well, no. The fact that she was in the garbage can was sweet, but I hate the whole gather beneath them method. Oh, yeah. I can't, dude. Yeah, because, I, I swear it becomes lazier and lazier every week. Yeah, every like, year. Why are we together? Yeah, all of a sudden everybody's oh, just... Oh, yeah. someone falling out of the sky. Let's get, let's get close. Everybody get close. Yep. Gather around. Gather yep. in. Even though you're supposed to be fighting each other in a, in a brutal battle. Gather in and... <laughs> gather in and look up. Yeah, and catch a, catch a woman fly. But yeah, she... So she puts the garbage can over her head and does a backflip. Or no, no, it wasn't a backflip. It was just a splash. Flying crossbody. Just a crossbody. But yeah, with the garbage can down to her knees, basically, it was insane. Yeah. Like I, I can't imagine the fear of doing that's a trust fall to the max. Oh yeah. Actually, the 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 spot I thought was cooler was when. Uh, Io Shirai was in the trash can, or maybe it wasn't her, I don't know, somebody was in the trash can, and uh, another chick came off the top rope and just stomped the trash can, and it was like, a, it probably went a little too hard, and it like squashed her, and she couldn't get out of the trash can. Yeah. That was uh, a good part. That was Io Shirai in the trash can, I'm trying to remember did the stop. I want to say, uh... Raquel Gonzalez or Candice LeRae, one of the two. Yeah. That was, I like that spot. <clears throat> but, Eric, my, my bigger issue is, as a classic WWF guy, I never had exposure to war games before they NXT revamped it. And, not, like, I'm not seeing, like, any... Like, I, I don't know what to expect. And then I overhype myself every time I watch war games and then I find myself after war games match and like well that was kind of a lot of fluff yeah. I don't know why we have these delayed entrances and everything because that really just butters us up it's a warm up period it's a, it's a slow burn why yeah. don't we just start with a goddamn free for all and it'd be a lot more chaotic I don't but, know like have you seen like great war games matches no. in the past <laughs> I don't think so I was thinking about this too. I was like, "Yeah," and I was like thinking about them. I'm like, "I don't know. They're never that great." I don't no. know. I think it's kind of like, like just I, a gimmick I, thing. All in all, I did not like the women's war games match. Put a bad taste in my mouth because it just seemed like really sloppy, and you could hear him talking the entire time. Oh, like, really? You I didn't see how forced the spots were, and they were talking. It just like. These, like you can see the talent difference between NXT and WWE and just like these little intangibles yeah. going into the ring and shit like yeah. just these random little spots I'm like that that didn't look smooth so you're talking about like where where everything's so uh, pre-rehearsed like it's like yes. there's this and there's this and there's this I hate that shit yeah when I can see 
where you're going for a spot or if you miss a spot or something like that, then it's too obvious because I'm not I, – I live the kayfabe lifestyle, Eric. Yeah, you're not even trying out there. You're no, not, I'm not trying. You're not I mean, trying I'm to catch any – Yeah, but you're not trying to catch somebody slipping. Yeah. You're not some fucking golf nerd calling in a, a, a bulb placement <laughs> a issue. A violation? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I hate that shit. I mean, I, I mean, get... the, the, the men's was good. I, I, I like the undisputed era, but the women's, like, it just looked too forced and sloppy. Like, they didn't practice it enough, or uh, maybe they were just nervous, or I don't know. Practice it too much. Practice it, yeah. Maybe. Could have been that. Because I know, I mean, I can tell you that the old the old War Games matches and old matches in general are never like that. Not spotty, just a bunch of jazz. No, I mean, like, you can't, they never had those mo I mean, they did here and there, but it was never like... Like, it's insane. I don't even know how they remember this shit. I don't either. Like, <laughs> they have to get, like, reminders from the ref in match. Like, here's a spot where you, uh... All gather together and do like a double suplex on both the turnbuckles. Okay, ready, go. It's just like it's it. You watch old wrestling and it was not like that. Like they're communic yeah. they're communicating in ring. It's it's so much more artistic. It's like a freestyle match. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's so much more yeah, based it, on it, feel. It seems like you have a lot of trust in the other person because you literally do not know what he's gonna do, but you just gotta go along with the motion. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I, I have no idea, but you can tell by watching that there's a big difference. I don't claim to know exactly what they're doing, but I'm uh, not saying one's better than the other too. Because with the choreographed, you get cooler spots. Yeah, you do. With the new era, like the talent, we talked about this plenty of times, but the talent has risen to where you can trust basically anyone on the roster to do most spots. Like I saw people doing um. Top rope suplexes. Nice. Superplex. Superplexes. I can't remember who was doing it, but I remember thinking, I'm like, they're trusting this person with a top rope suplex? That usually is, we've talked about how that's reserved for Orton and, like, the actual veterans. Yeah. But now they're just handing them out like cupcakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So, so yeah. That, that, that's kind of my war games rant. Yeah. Uh... Like I Champa said, had a good match. I really like Champa's matches. I wish he would come back to WWE if he could actually make a personality for himself. What do you, who who was he against? Uh, some dude named Timothy Thatcher. I don't know no. much about this person at all, but he he was game for a slow burn match. And I don't know if it's just because of NXT where they give him all this time to you know, perform at the pay-per-views as compared to, like, he'd probably get, like, a five-minute spot to uh, try to jam-pack all of his material in on WWE. But, yeah. man, Champa shines in NXT, dude. Yeah, I have to watch that. I didn't, I watched... I don't know if you remember what the second match was. That that was the second match, actually. Really? Then, the, then that wasn't... I didn't watch the second match. I must have went and did something and came back because it wasn't him. You watched the strap match? Yes. Yeah, I did. Okay, that, that was the third match. How was that? Uh, I didn't care for the uh, hit character Cameron Grimes. I don't really understand. He's just their a... feud with Dexter Loomis and why we're scared of Dexter Loomis's eyes. But I do like the look of Dexter Loomis. What's he look like? 
He looks like uh, he reminds me of one of the vaudevillers. He's got like a he's blonde. He's got like the classic 1920s muscle man uh, blonde cut where it comes up a little bit and then curls over, but it's just like a high top. Oh yeah, I'm looking and at him. He's got just a thick ass mustache, and then these huge blue beady eyes that he just gives you this death stare with. What what were those assholes called? The Vaughn villains? Vaude villains? Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Vaude villains. Yeah, you're talking about like Simon Go- Gooch or something. Simon <laughs> yeah. Gooch. Yeah, those guys. Simon Gotch. Okay, yeah, I see him. That's funny. Yeah, I don't mind his look. I mean, it's better than just long hair and a beard. Speaking of that, did yeah. you did you see uh, those two of those goofballs from Forgotten Sons came back? Forgotten Sons. Oh, the uh, the. The Trump clan? Yeah. <laughs> the, those forgotten sons. Yeah, I forgot about those sons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, two of them came back. They were uh, Baron Corbin's help. They were his henchmen in that one match. I don't know if you noticed that. No, I didn't. Corbin, oh. Oh, yeah, Corbin's henchmen. The, were they just guy in, guys in hoodies or something? Yeah. Shit, what was that on? I'm still getting used to which... Is Corbin on SmackDown or Raw? Corbin... I think he's on SmackDown. But, uh... Anyway, yeah, those goofballs are back. Not not the main guy, but they're... Like, the one guy that made the comments that weren't even like... I don't even understand... I don't even remember him being that bad. No. It's probably just an anti-politics policy altogether, I guess. Yeah. Probably just like a don't, don't like talk about politics at all under our brand type of deal. Because I don't think he said anything. I think he just said he was a Trump fan. It's a a little more... He had a little zing in it, a little sauce. It was a a little zest. I can't remember, (laughs) but it was a little zest. Oh, he probably... Like enough for K... Because KO responded, right? Oh, yeah. KO did clown him. <laughs> did you hear that fart? I did. That came through <laughs> the face of time. <laughs> noise. Noise. No smell, just noise. That was noise. Uh, yeah, KO did sass him. Maybe he... Did he do like a anti-Black Lives Matter thing? One of those? Like a... Yeah, I think it's anti-protests. He did something. I don't know. I don't remember it being terrible, but in the climate that it was. Yeah. I mean, I remember it being stupid. Yeah. <clears throat> but whatever. I had already disliked those guys as soon as I got in the business. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. This episode is sponsored by schwanns.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm. Good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. 
No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Yeah, look, right, yeah. Not... Yeah. yeah. Curtis and Blake are the, are the fellas' names. I wrote it down. Oh, really? Those are the last names. Or that's what they refer to them as. Okay. Um... So so what let's see. Here's my question. Why is I know we're all over the place, but I mean we just gotta highlight some stuff here. Why what what what's up with Asuka just being pooped into a tag team with Lana? You know, uh I think part of it is due to just like tis the holiday season and you don't normally have a title match traditionally speaking like you kind of just save at least one of the main titles for a royal rumble type thing and she's already schmazzed over a lot of this competition here on raw so i think just for the holidays they're trying to get i think this will move to a uh royal rumble match with like either baszler or jacks for the title probably but for right now I don't know why they're milking the Lana card so much. <laughs> Lana had a funny spot, like, Nia Jax is carrying her on her shoulders. And I don't know if this was last Raw or the one before. <clears throat> I can't remember, but uh, Nia, Nia has Lana on her shoulders, and Lana, like, I guess the, what the plan was, she was supposed to, like, slide off her back and push her into the stairs. But, like, there, yeah. was, there was no solid push. It was... It was really poorly executed, so it just looks like she fell off Nia's back and Nia just continued to run into the stairs. Oh, God, I remember that. <laughs> it was great. It was like right before a commercial. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that was that was the week before Asuka and Lana versus Nia and Shane in a tag match. And uh, Lana got the pin on Baszler in that match. Yep. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not big on that storyline, but no. That's let's see what it leads to. It's total filler. It is filler. What do you think about the AJ storyline? What for, I mean, since last we talked, he, he won that uh, triple threat for the for number one contender match, and yeah. now uh, now he's facing D Mac at TLC, and. Kind of aligning himself with Miz and Morrison. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's like a Miz, Morrison, AJ, uh, Sheamus, Drew McIntyre story. Yeah. And somehow uh, Keith Lee is loosely affiliated. Keith Lee <laughs> is just... Uh, he, he, he doesn't trust Sheamus. Yeah, he doesn't. So he just keeps dropping yeah. passive-aggressive hits. And that. Yeah. He's like, oh. He's just—he's—he's he's a chin scratcher. Yeah, he's—yeah, he's very uh, <laughs> a very healthy distrust towards Sheamus. I, I I love Keith Lee's presence. Yeah, no, he is good. But actually, I don't mind this storyline. It's—I find it somewhat entertaining. No, it's it's it's, it's juicy. I mean, is Sheamus gonna turn on him? Well, they had a really strange moment. On this last Raw, where, like, yeah. 
they like started beating each other up and decided at the end that they were cool, I guess, and decided to take their anger out on who was it, AJ? Pat Buchanan. Oh yeah. So what what had happened was they had a uh, two, a three on two match, Miz Morrison and AJ versus D Mac and uh, Sheamus, and during this match, Sheamus is going to hit uh, Morrison with the bro kick. And Morrison ducked, and he caught D-Mac with it. This is after Keith Lee was scratching his chin at Sheamus. Like, I don't trust you, dude. Yeah, I don't know. So we, we, we saw we saw the seeds planted, and then Sheamus proceeds to get pinned immediately after that and lose the match. D-Mac's pissed off. After the commercial, you see him backstage, and Sheamus is getting an interview. They're like, Hey, was that intentional? He's like, no, no, what well, wasn't intentional? D-Mac comes up, they do a bro stare down, and D-Mac's like, you know it's about to happen, right? It cuts to commercial. We come back from commercial, and the two are just duking it out. Just classic, arm around each other, hockey fight style. Punches are flying. Yeah. And then Pat Buchanan, one of the classic security guys, you know, he's got that Adam Pierce look to him. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he he comes in and he's trying to break it up. There's a crowd around for some reason. I guess they're in catering. Yeah. They are definitely in catering, Eric. Yeah, I saw some food. All of a sudden, uh, they realize there's just this one tiny guy between them trying to break it up, and they turn their aggression on each other. They look down at him, start stripping his suit off, then uh, give him like a double rock bottom into the buffet table filled with donuts and what have you. Yeah, he looks like an actual baby. <laughs> he looks so small compared to them. <laughs> he looked like Seamus is sneaky big. Oh, he's ridiculous. He's huge. Yeah. But yeah, they they when they lifted him up, like when he was in midair and his feet went up, like he <laughs> he looks like an actual toddler. Like he could have been four years old. His his socks show. That's why. It was his socks. Your socks show. Yeah. <laughs> His little skinny ankles, his socks, and his little chicken legs. They just That's whoop. why you never see wrestlers in socks. Is because if you see socks, and you automatically think they're wrestling a toddler. Oh, man. And they show civilians in socks. Like if Shane, Shane McMahon back in the day, if he came out protecting daddy, he'd get a rock bottom and show his socks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how did it end? Like, they, they decided yeah, they, they, they were they cool? they just, uh, I couldn't hear what they said because the crowd was roaring it's kind of shitty audio but yeah they, they just like had a bro makeup by rock bottoming Pat Buchanan through the table they just clapped each other's chests and walked off in an embrace that was that <laughs> okay so they're bros again okay that, that, that's the UK for you man what else is going on on Raw oh the the Bray Wyatt story with uh, Randy Orton yeah what do you think of that one? I did not know. I'm, I'm judging by the crowd reaction. I'm in the vast minority as an Orton fan in this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know where you stand. I know we've had this conversation that Bray's a cave, uh, character babyface. Yeah. As JR says. <laughs> yeah. I don't know which side you're on living the kayfabe lifestyle, but I'm, I've always been on the Orton side, and then he came out this week 
to a smattering of booze. I'm like, this is this is a legend. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also a, a pre-engineered boo, right? Is it? Yeah. I think it's. I mean, I know they have the pre-engineered sounds, but I thought this was a legitimate crowd fan boo. But no, I don't don't think they allow. Like, I don't know. I don't know if there's any audio coming from that fucking Thunderdome. I I don't know. There was the first few weeks. You think, like, from the actual fans? I don't know. It's possible. If not, they're getting real good at their feedback. I mean, sometimes you can still like the thank you Pat chants. Oh yeah. Yeah, rest in peace, Poop Stain Patterson. Yeah. Rest in peace, the first <laughs> intercontinental champion. Yeah. Pat Poop Stain Patterson. Yeah, the Poop Stain Patterson. A, a gay, an openly gay wrestler in the 70s. I never, never knew he was gay until Eric told me, like, what, uh, six months ago? Yeah, but uh, there's, there is great, and, and you can find, like, lists if you want to actually hunt these down. But Jr. would pepper in. I was telling Jeff, Jr. would pepper in uh, gay jokes into the commentary throughout his career. <laughs> but not 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 like homophobic jokes. No, like, just uh, just a, a, your friend is gay type of jokes. Yeah, just ribbing a friend. But they were good. Like I, I remember, I looked up one where he's like, and uh, Pat's bringing it up from the rear, or as always, Pat's bringing it up from the rear. Stuff like that, little gay, and then he, he he'd say like fella and and fellas, he's single. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah, but yeah, uh, you can you can hear Jr.'s voice. You know he got the he he was a big deal though. Like obviously he was a huge deal. He's like Vince's right hand man. Yeah, but uh, but you could tell he was a real deal, huge deal because he got the two night celebration. Which I, yeah. is, is a big rarity. <clears throat> I think, didn't he get a... Oh no, it, it happened midweek last week, so it wasn't last Raw. Is I, I thought he got two Raws worth of celebration, but <clears throat> back down on Raw. Yep, he got both and, nights. Uh, a, a tribute match as well. Yep, that was that cool. Night, that's a big deal. That was a cool match. It was a cool match. Six-man tag. Who, Daniel uh, Bryan, Ray... They they were all uh, current or former Intercontinental Champions, so it it matched. Was the Miz on it or no? Uh, no. No, this was on SmackDown. Yeah, this it yeah. was um, Biggie, sneakiest Intercontinental Champion you ever did see. I was like, wait, what? I had to look it up. <laughs> Biggie, Daniel Bryan, and Rey Mysterio versus Dolph Ziggler. Sami Zayn, the current champion, and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. So all fairly recent champions. Yeah. Yeah. When you, when I think I see you're, you're missing you're missing the Miz for sure. Recently, you're missing Jericho. Oh God. There's some good ones. Well, it is a badass title though. I always love that title. Sami Zayn should not be named. Yes. Sami Zayn is is a good. I like his run though. Yeah, so I'll, solid run. I'll, I'll give it up for him. Um, do, you, do you think they're gonna rename it in memory of Poopstein? Like, uh, what do you mean? Like, I could see Pat him put Patterson title or something like that. <laughs> Patterson title? I don't know. No, I think they could. I I could see him putting something on the belt though. 
Like, maybe not his uh, name, okay. but something. I don't know. But, Eric, with uh, Death Comes Life, because in other non kayfabe related news, welcome to the world, uh, little baby Rue. Oh, yeah, Rue. Becky and Seth, the baby came. What's, yeah, little baby Rue. And it's spelled like cooking Rue, right? R O U. I was going to say, is that how you spell cooking Rue? I just know it looks French. R O U X. I'm pretty sure that's how you spell it in the culinary world. I've seen it spelled. As a name, R U E. Um, yeah, but I, as soon as I, I mean, I obviously I've seen the word, so I was like, Rue. Okay, yeah, I've I've heard of that before. But yeah, congrats, a baby girl. Yeah, baby girl. Congrats to Becky Lynch. Hell so, yeah, Becky and Seth, so proud parents. So you'll probably see, we'll probably be seeing old Becky in about a year's time. Is it going to be that long? You're probably right. Damn it, I did not think how long maternity leave is. It probably is. It deserves a round of applause. It does. Uh, so yeah, the Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, I don't know how much I care so far. It hasn't been bad, though. Uh, did they pull a straight magic trick on the, uh, yeah, that this was, week's that, Yeah, that was dope. But that, like... Is it technically live anymore? I don't know. Wait, do you, you think there's a camera <laughs> in Because I'm wondering how the hell they were able to do that. I mean, all he had to do, like, he probably was wearing the pants under those pants, right? Oh, yeah, he definitely had a looser sweater than his normal tight Mr. Rogers sweater on before. So, I was wondering what that was, and then it made sense. And then somebody that sucker off. And then somebody throws him in. I mean, either way, it was impressive. Yeah, very impressive. He did a nice job. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not hating on. The, I, I still love the fiend. Like that's Bray Wyatt's best character. So I'm not. I'm not hating. I'm just saying, like, it, it's been decent. We'll see. It could be good. I don't know. Right now, I'm kind of on the fence of caring. As far as uh, Bray Wyatt versus Randy, but we'll, we will see. Why have they given no details as a recap to the sister Abigail? Like, they'll show us a quick clip of the burning house. I want a more detailed recap on why this is such a strong feud. Yeah. I agree. Like, that that was how many years ago? Like, three at least? I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I was also, um... I was wondering during this last match... Uh, Orton versus Bray because I was smelling some sort of uh, pop in but I thought uh, Alexa Bliss was my crazy ass thought Alexa Bliss might debut a fiendish character and pop in and scare Orton I've been hoping she was randomly missing from the Firefly Funhouse yeah I've been kind of hoping that she has the alter ego as well I don't think she will though because if it would have happened I would think it would have happened tonight yeah. But instead, they pulled a magic trick where Mr. Rogers style Wyatt just in three seconds' time turns into the fiend while being pinned by Randy Orton in a ring. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Straight Harry Potter shit. Yeah, I think, and that match wasn't too bad. No, no, they 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 worked well together. Bray, I mean, we always gave him shit for uh, <laughs> kind of lounging on the job so to speak, in a match 
Like, he'll, he'll take the classic in, in-match nap in a tag match. But uh, he's, he's like a bull in there, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, 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 he gives you hard power in short spurts. Right. He really... And then Orton can carry him the rest of the way. <laughs> He He's really a slower does. workhorse, kind of like your Tommaso Ciampa or your Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, I think it. Yeah, you're kind of talking me into it. I, I, I bet you their matches will be better, because like I said, this little match they had on Monday, it, it was entertaining. It was interesting. Byron said during this match, it's like, if Orton's having this kind of trouble with Bray Wyatt, imagine what it'll be like with the Fiend. I'm thinking. Well, it's the same fucking wrestler. Yeah. Well, you gotta I mean, go... I know in kayfabe lifestyle, yeah. the Fiend has superpowers. I was going to say, you got you to gotta really dig deep in the kayfabe there. Yeah. To understand that. My rationale is uh, intervening with the kayfabe lifestyle there. Yeah, you got to go back to being six years old. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, this is not the same thing, though. When he, when he turns into the Fiend, Jeff, all bets are off. All bets are off. It's a totally different thing. Uh, that's that's about it from Raw. Besides New Day and Hurt Business having a a feud, slow burn feud. Yeah. Yeah, we're at about we're at fifty minutes, Jeff. We should take a break and do a do the uh, Chicago Bulls update, thirty second update, huh? Oh shit! All right. Um. And now for an off-season, very special preseason holiday, Crimbus edition, Jeff brings to you his 30-second Chicago Bulls update. Bulls fans! Oh, man. The time is nigh. It is time for preseason after eight long months. With no Bulls basketball. None. In 48 short hours from this recording. Oh. Friday, December 11th. We are back with preseason Bulls basketball, Eric. Summer ball. Facing the lockout <laughs> Rockets without Harden. Okay. Wait. We, we, we are into preseason basketball. I think the roster is set for this year, Eric. We brought in, since I last talked to you, when we uh, drafted Patrick Williams and uh, some Montenegrin player that we're not going to see for a couple of years. Uh, we, we, we entered free agency, Eric. Okay. What happened in free agency? Okay. Not too much. Not too much happened. A couple of faces we had to say goodbye to. You're telling me guys didn't want to huh? come play? You're telling me guys didn't want to play in Chicago? I think uh, it was a mutual, <laughs> yeah, a mutual thing. Okay. Judged by judged by the talent. Yeah. Okay. Well, who we get? We we lost uh, deep bencher, but classic defensive uh, player morale type of booster, Shaq Harrison. Okay. Deep deep guard. That's a third yeah. string guard. So they used to call him the LeBron killer. Shaq Harrison. No. They didn't, but go ahead. <laughs> well, he's one of those guys who Stacey King says there's like five shacks out there. He okay. also said this with David Nawaba before this. He said it with multiple people. It's, it's, it's kind of a newer thing for Stacey King. Okay. 
don't know if you remember David Nwaba, also a defensive power, yeah. power oh, yeah. force guard. I remember. He, he's a he's a nuisance. He's a pest. Yeah, he's a pest. We lost Jack Harrison. We also lost more defense, Eric. Who? One of the three pieces from the Butler trade, Chris Dunn, is going to Atlanta. Really? We gave him a qualifying offer. Atlanta matched it. And Chris Dunn is going to back up Trey Young. Does that one hurt? It hurts our defense. He was third in the league in steals. Very underrated defender. On the offensive end, not so much. Can't shoot a three. But defensively, he was our best defensive player, in my opinion. Okay. <clears throat> we are bringing in uh, some talent, though. Undrafted uh, guard who the internet seems to be hyped on. Devin Dotson out of Kansas. Just a rookie. Okay. Uh, he's on a two-way contract. So he'll be going back and forth between the Windy City Bulls and the Chicago Bulls. And then uh, veteran, we got some veteran presence, Eric. Because that Young's not cutting the mustard. Neither is Tomas Sadoransky. I love, even though there's sound. I love a grizzled vet. Who we got? Now it's not Derek Rose. It's not Joaquin Noah. Let's hope. <laughs> fingers crossed someday that they'll return. But in the meantime, Brooklyn Nets' Garrett Temple. Okay. I think he's a, a small forward. I don't know. He's he, he's a good guy. He's a classic guy. He's a good guy. Okay. I have more hope with him than uh, I did with Thaddeus Young or Tomas Sadoransky. But, I mean, it's basically the same makeup. New coach. Yeah. Billy D's taking over for pumpkin pie, squash looking head. What was his fucking name? I already forgot. Jackal. Oh, Chip. Jimmy B, Jimmy B, Jim Boylan. Yeah. Jack Leonard Boylan. Yeah, the Jackal. Yeah. Billy Don. Yeah, we'll see, Jeff. Okay, who so else? We got preseason starting and this we, Friday. What about the, the number one draft pick, Jeff? Number one draft pick this year? Yeah, or, no, no, no. Whatever the Bulls picked for or whatever. What's his name? Patrick Williams. Okay. Did you already talk about him? Yeah. On the last uh, Bulls update after oh, the draft. my bad. I still don't know much about them. We'll, these will get more detailed when I start watching some hoops again, Eric. Yeah, because who knows? far away. Because who Because the regular season, Eric, well, that starts on Festivus Day. A Festivus for, for the, the rest, rest of us. us. What day is that? That's December 23rd, Eric, two days before Christmas. 23rd. Chicago Bulls will be facing off against Atlanta Hawks. So we'll see Chris Dunn real goddamn soon. Is uh is Crow Crova still in the league? Oh, I'm sure if he's not, he will become playoff time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's a classic last minute addition. Yeah. Hey, LeBron needs a three point shooter. Okay, call Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> he can shoot a few postseason threes. He's got to be getting old. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's got to be getting real old. Former Bull, Eric. Oh, I remember him. Number twenty-five. He I was... think. I know. I know. Our buddy Glenn's got his jersey. Does he really? He's got a white. He's got a legit. Crow Crova with, with the stitching. Wow. He's got a legit white, white and red. Crova jersey. It says he still plays for the Bucks. Is that who he's last with? Yeah, he's thirty-nine, dude. 
He's he's such a league whore. Yeah, he is. Him and the Morris twins. His longest run was the his his draft pick, the Sixers. The Stas? Oh, Sixers? Yeah, he played with Allen Iverson. Good God. Yeah, he's old, dude. <laughs> but he can still come out and shoot through. <laughs> he can still bow. It's the Ray Allen effect. Yeah. Alright, what else is what else we got with the Bulls update? Did you I mean free agency season coming up? Preseason's even sooner. All I gotta do is tease uh, the next Bulls update, which probably should be next week, where we're gonna do our uh, annual predictions of how many bull, how many wins the Bulls will get this year. Okay. I don't even know how many games they're playing yet. Yeah, we should probably figure that out. Gotta figure out the scheduling format, but <laughs> we'll, we'll get it figured out, and we'll have our predictions next week. Hell yeah, I'm excited for that. Yeah, that that's some good homework for you. Figure out how many games there are. Because I don't suspect they'll be... I mean, look, I'm not a pessimistic guy, Jeff. But you told me their moves. And I'm thinking, the Bulls, they're not going to be that great. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is that how you're feeling? Oh... I think they'll make the playoffs this year. It's expanded playoffs. It's like a, a weird playing scenario with the nine and ten seeds. Really? And seven and eight seeds. Yeah, it's, it's really wacky. And we still Basically, got... the nine and ten. Jazz is eating my fucking wrestling book. Sorry. Basically, the nine and ten seeds at the end of the year will play each other in a one game, a sudden death, and then the <laughs> seven and eight seeds will oh, play yeah. each other. And the loser of the the loser of the seven and eight seed will play the winner of the nine and ten seed game, and it's like a best of three to see who gets that final spot. Really? Yeah, it's a wacky scenario. I don't know what the hell they're up to. They're just trying to. They're, they're not doing a bubble. I, I don't know. I guess no bubble this year. So they're uh, they're just trying this just because of like COVID, or this is new like going forward. This, this play-in scenario. I mean, I think they're using the scenario to uh, do wacky shit like the other sports have been doing, like with MLB and NFL expanding their playoffs. Everyone's just trying wacky shit just for the hell of it. Yeah. It's a slutty-ass mutated form of an original sport right now anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well, before we... Uh... Damn, what was I going to say about the Bulls? Oh, yeah. Before we get off the Bulls... What's the starting lineup going to look like, you think? So, uh, at point guard, it's either going to be uh, Kobe White or Tomas Sadoransky. I'm guessing they're going to go with Kobe White. The rookie, last year's rookie, number seven draft. They, we, uh, got, we got him and Zach Levine in the backcourt. We still have Otto Porter. We still have Cristiano Felicio. So, you know Felicio's going to be starting. No, I'm just fucking kidding. Felicio's not starting. That's 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 just for the bull. That's just, that's for Bulls Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, it's gonna be uh, Otto Porter Jr. Unfortunately, until he gets injured, Denzel Valentine's already injured. He re-upped, we re-signed him, and he got injured again. <laughs> He's just wasting money. Yeah. Noise. But uh, it'll be Otto Porter, Larry Markkinen, and 
the man in the middle will be Wendell Carter. Okay. And you think that's playoff bound? Eric under Billy D. <laughs> okay. Are you trying to get that D? Billy D. Okay. All right. Uh, I can expect a high pick from you on prediction day. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. That's a teaser. Yeah, that is a teaser. So, yeah, we'll be doing full season predictions next week, which oh, is yeah. always good. Um, What else? What time are we? Oh, man, we're already in an hour, Jeff. What do we got here? We got to talk about... We got, we, got, we, got, we got to talk Roman. We got to talk Roman for sure. Yeah, how do you feel about KO being introduced into the story? Oh, I love it. I loved it last week. and Yes, it's still good. He's, he's hitting on all cylinders, dude. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I agree. So, now, Roman's family feud continues, where he's just... Uh, you know, treating Jay like a bitch. Yeah. We still don't know where that's going, but uh, this last week on SmackDown, Roman and Jay were scheduled to face KO and Otis. Roman shows up fashionably late. Uh, he later orders Jay to tag him in when Jay's on a roll. Uh, then later in the match, he just says, fuck it, I'm not obeying. Like, Jay's not getting the job done like I like him to. So I'm just going to say, fuck this match. He disobeys the tag rule and just goes in and starts beating the shit out of KO to get them disqualified. He doesn't care about that. No. He's just beating the shit out of KO. He doesn't care. And then, <laughs> then he turns his attack to Jay and starts kicking the shit out of him with chairs. After uh, him and Jay were attacking KO with chairs. It was it's madness. It was. So is that how... Is that how it finished? Uh, Jey Uso was beat the fuck down with KO, right? Yeah, Roman and Jay were both beating down KO with chairs after the uh, DQ. And then Roman just turned on to Jay. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, that's how that's how the show ended. Like, Paul just gave him his title and they cruised out of there and left yeah. Uso all fucked yeah. up in the dirt. Now, also in the news earlier this evening was the uh, interview uh, in ring that Roman had where uh, Kayla was asking tough questions again. Oh, yeah. Dodged him like a politician, baby. Yeah. And and just kind of talking down to her again. Yeah, he was belittling her. I forgot what he was saying, but I think he's just like, that's a stupid question. Yeah. Pulled a Donnie. Yeah. It's a, a stupid, stupid question. question. Shame on you or some shit. Yeah, she, he shamed her. <laughs> he shamed her. And then uh, KO came out and he's like, hey, either we fight right now or we can have a TLC match at TLC. And uh, Roman's like, he doesn't accept. He's like, what does he say? He's, he's dodging again. He's like, I'm not a savage. Yeah. I'm a gentleman. Yeah. Ladies present. Yeah, he went from the like the very lady. The very lady's just shaming. Yeah. He's now saying this lady's present. I'm a gentleman. I'm not gonna fight you in front of her. Yeah, it was so stupid, but it was good because he's a heel. <laughs> it's it's just great heat. Yeah. Yeah, he's just like awesome. God. This guy's a jerk. This guy's a real jerk off. I don't like him. That's the big news from SmackDown. 
besides a continuance of Murphy and Mysterios with Corbin. I, I'm all for Corbin in that one. Yeah. And then Sasha and Carmella, I have no interest in it yet. No. No, there's no interest garnered here either. And I like Carmella. Carmella. Did Carmella have surgery? With what? Her face looks completely different I hope than not. it did. I thought it was like... I thought it was like a makeup issue. Oh, is that the thing? I don't know. I, I hope it's. I, I hope she didn't. I don't think she did. She always had like a cool face, and it was like, you could tell it wasn't. She didn't have work done. It was just like a. It was a natural face, but she just had distinct features, you know. Yeah. So like, I always like thought she was like. I loved Carmela. Like, I think without makeup, like she's one of the she's one of the hottest superstars they got for sure. But like uh, a, a ten on the cherry meter. Yeah, she's all yeah for sure. But like, <laughs> so I don't know. I've been wondering the same thing. I'm like, man, I hope she didn't get plastic surgery. But then you see her on like Instagram and she looks normal. Oh, okay. So I don't know. So I've seen her as her on SmackDown lately. I'm like, what? For some reason, you look different. I don't know if your cheekbones look raised or what, but you look different, and it's bugging me. I don't know. I I hope not. I hear you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And then Bailey's getting shit on right now. She's in a weird feud with Natty. Just, you know, pure filler. That's about it from SmackDown. Did, uh... What happened with Sami Zayn on the last SmackDown? Was that the tribute? That was the tribute one. <laughs> this is just a tribute. You gotta believe. Oh, uh... Really quick on Raw, Symphony of Destruction match. <laughs> Tom Phillips, I'll, I'll send you this video to throw up on the Instagram, but Tom Phillips completely got an instrument wrong, and Samoa Joe's like, that's a bass, Tom. Oh, man. Like, Jeff Hardy went to go hit Elias with uh, a stand-up bass, like a big boy, you know? Yeah. Like the, and Tom yeah. Phillips just throws out some random word that's not even a word. <laughs> Uh, night, night. But now I don't understand. Now I don't. Now I don't understand. Good. Okay. It's Super Saturday at Kohl's. Take an extra twenty or fifteen percent off. Get a Magic Bullet blender, thirty three ninety nine. Thirty percent off toys, and save on Sonicare electric toothbrushes, twenty four ninety nine. Plus, get Kohl's cash. Plus, fast and free store pickup. Give with all your heart. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. Select styles. 20 and 15% offers valid December 10th through December 20th with promo code Big Savings. Toys, offers, and coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Home is where you should feel the safest. But the air there can be more dangerous. Up to five times more polluted than outside air. Let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our Bryant Indoor Air Quality Solutions. We can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit Bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes. <laughs> 